Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 315. Today we're going to preview October 1st, 2021. It is less than two weeks away. We will be in Magic Kingdom, and I think it's a good opportunity for us to verbalize and talk through what we want to accomplish in that day and just talk through that and share that with you guys. But before we get started, we want to mention that this episode is made possible by our patrons of our Patreon We are having so much fun over there already. We're doing bonus episodes. We're putting out behind-the-scenes and how-to videos. We're also sending out some magnets this week, which they went in the mail today, actually. If you're listening to this on release day, the first 25 people to sign up for our Patreon will get a magnet. And then even past that, you will get a welcome gift of some sort. So we are having so much fun over there. You can check out everything that is included in that $5 a month membership at patreon.com slash detour to neverland the link to that is also down in our description along with the names of our patrons so far so thank you so much again if that's something that you've already decided to be a part of yes we are so so thankful for you so way back in the spring uh maybe even before that we had always planned that we were going to be in magic kingdom on October 1st for the 50th anniversary to be there on the exact day. Then just suddenly kind of overnight, everybody started panicking and parker reservations quickly vanished for Magic Kingdom before we were able to grab one. So it was like they had a day, right, that they released them out that far. Something happened. I can't remember what the event was. But anyway, at that point, we grabbed an Epcot reservation for the first. And we had kind of just come to peace with it, that that's what we were going to do, maybe experience a little bit lower crowds, experience Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, watch Harmonious on the opening day with really no intention of park hopping to Magic Kingdom, I don't think. Well, mostly because we are under the assumption that they're not going to allow people to park hop on that day. If we had to guess... Well, I think some people will be able to, but... I think there's a good chance that other people will be turned away. Yeah, I just think that park hopping on that day is going to be very hard if you're trying to go to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, I think some people will be able to. You don't think anybody will be able to? I I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things you don't know until it happens. But if you think about in the past, whenever there's been important dates like the 4th of July, Christmas, things like that, you know, if the park reaches capacity, they really do cut it. You know, they're they. It's happened in the past, and I feel like if ever there were to be a day for them to reach their capacity and cut it, I feel like October 1st is going to be that day. Let's come back to that. Let's finish our train of thought of what we're talking about here. So we grabbed Epcot. We had Epcot for a long time, and lots of these rounds went through where all the news outlets said, oh, Magic Kingdom reservations are available. Go grab them. Go grab them. 
And we maybe had a couple of opportunities to grab them and we passed it. And then maybe one of those most recent rounds, I couldn't resist. I did it. Yeah, basically, Brendan just texted me in the middle of the day when I was at school when he knows I can't really text. And he asked for my opinion and I never got back to him. And then when I got home from school that day, he basically was just like, I did it. Surprise. And overall, so at first we had mixed opinions about this. Brendan, you were more so Magic Kingdom or Bust. I had kind of, like you said, come to terms with the fact that we were going to be doing Epcot. And I was even kind of looking forward to it. The crowds would be lower. I still think Remy will be cool on its official opening day, even though we've gotten to experience it. And I do think the new show, Harmonious, is going to be very good. You do. I They're really hyping it up with the music and the effects. I've got to see these barges in action. I just think it's going to be cool. I feel like it has to live up to the hype because they've been hyping this up for a very long time. Well, TBD, I guess. But, like you said, you were more Magic Kingdom. So talk us through your thought process. I just think that we moved down here to be near Walt Disney World. The 50th is something that I eventually just came to, you know, I just thought that it's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You know, a nice round number like 50, (laughs) you know, will probably still be in Orlando for 60, but who knows? Something could change at that point. This is a very significant day, I think. So I think that leads us into our discussion today as to what are our expectations for that day? What are the things that we want to experience in order to feel like we made the right decision instead of going to Epcot? But One thing, I just wanted to close the loop on what we were talking about for park hopping. I will be very interested to see from a logistical standpoint, you talked about some of these days in the past where they hit capacity. July 4th, New Year's Eve have all been days in the past that they have hit capacity, and they always have this tier system of basically it's uh, single-day tickets get in first, I believe, then resort guests. You know, it goes down the line. Annual pass holders are last. Always. To be able to get in. With these reservation systems, technically, let's just say the, I don't know what time the park closes. I haven't looked it up. Let's just say it closes at 10 o'clock. Technically, we could show up at 9.50. And I think because we have a park reservation, they have to let us in, right? I would assume so, which does mean I feel like, I don't know if they're going to do the old school, uh, you know, how like county fairs and stuff, they stamp your hand or ask if you're coming back. I don't know if there's going to be. I'm saying if you haven't even been there that day oh if we just want to go for fireworks i think they still have to let you in at that point and they you obviously would get higher preference over a park hopper right i would have to assume so so yeah i guess no matter what they would have to let anyone with a reservation in but then as far as because you sound pretty convinced that you think they are going to allow park hopping to happen well, they can't just not allow park hopping. They can if it's at capacity. Yeah, I mean, they certainly can, but I think there has to be a certain number that they're allowing for. I don't know. 
You think they're just going to say no park open, no park hopping whatsoever? Yes, that isn't that why they had the call-in line that we used to think we had to do every time we wanted to park hop, where you have to dial in and they tell you which parks are open for hopping capabilities? Maybe, but I guarantee you people still stand in a queue of some sort or something, like a physical queue, in order to park hop into Magic Kingdom. Well, yeah, I don't doubt that at all. I guess we'll find out. Neither of us know. We're not going to solve this today. We don't know. So let's start from the very beginning of our day. When you envision how this is going to look, we got to start at the very beginning. Brendan, will we (laughs) wake up and be on time early for the 50th? Yes. We will run according to schedule. Yes. You say that very confidently. I think that will be a day that we will not be able to sleep in. And we will get our butts out of bed and we will get there. It almost sounds like Christmas. Like with the whole not being able to sleep and the anticipation, we're planning out what we want to wear in advance. Jammies. Well, I guess for Christmas, it's always jammies, but not in this scenario. We got to be iridescent. I don't think I'm going to be iridescent. I hate to, burst that bubble for you. Well, that's very um, not on theme, but we're going to start the day. So we're going to get out there on time. I'm assuming, don't you think it's going to open at eight? The park officially opens at 8 a.m. It is early entry. This is when it first starts for resort guests starts at 730 a.m. Now that Uh to me is a logistical it's, it's going to be weird because right now the process is normally around 45 minutes to an hour before the park officially opens. They allow people to scan into the gates and go to the rope drop areas. So how will they handle that? Will they give early access people a wristband in order to get a 30-minute head start to go into the queues to get past rope drop? Or will they hold you at the gates? I don't know if we'll know until that day on exactly how they're doing it. But you know what this does make me think of is at Universal when they do the early admission for um, annual passes or hotel guests, they do have like an extra almost like barricade checking system. So they still allow guests, you know, all guests into the parks, but then they have the cast members standing there and they, what do they do? Just check our pass. Well, the issue is that in Universal, it's all it will at certain pass holder tiers and your card color tells you what tier pass holder you are. So they can tell very quickly whether or not you're eligible for it. Cause they just know what colors to look for. Or if you're a resort guest, in that case, you have a resort key. Disney doesn't have a system that's set up that way. They, they're going to have to scan every single person individually to see if you are staying on property or not. And some people aren't going to wear magic bands. So they're going to have it on their phones well, I guess they better have my little girl, my sis out there in plaid scanning with their little iPads. I mean, that's the only that's the only logical way that I could see that working as far as actually allowing those resort guests to have that 30 minute head start. Like I almost feel like it's going to be a rope drop situation where everyone gets into the hub and then wherever you're trying to branch out to. 
I don't know, because they can't hold every all those people at the gate, right? Here's my suggestion, Disney, if you're listening. Give wristbands or something at the resort. And have it set up in the lobby at from 6 a.m. till 7.15, you know, the latest that someone could leave and still partake in these 30 minutes of extra time that you get and give your wristband there. And then at Magic Kingdom that you just flash them and you go through and get access to what you need to. Because otherwise, people are just going to see, oh, people are going up and scanning and going back further. I'll go scan. Maybe it's for annual pass holders. You know, and then it's... And then it's like the same kind of ratatouille problem that we've heard about. Yeah, where people just get in line not knowing what really what they're in line for. Yeah. Well, it and, is like a group mindset. I could see that happening. So anyway, I want to talk about our day because, I mean, I guess that's the beginning of it is what time are we going to get there? Where are we going to get coffee is my question. No, I had one before that. Pick me. Okay, go ahead. We talked about songs on the opening day, like the original opening day and what was popular. I will only listen to songs released before October 1st, 1971. No. Yes. Okay, well, I I guess I'm going to have my own soundtrack because I was trying to think of songs that were popular now that we could listen to to commemorate 50 years. So I guess this is why it's good that we're going ahead and talking through this because maybe we have a very different idea of what we're trying to experience on this day. It sounds like it. I want to feel like I'm in 1971. You, I guess, want to feel like you're in 2021. Yeah, I'm here for the 50th. I'm here for iridescent Minnie and Mickey. I feel like Olivia Rodrigo is the only logical soundtrack to listen to. Olivia Rodrigo, Casey Musgraves. What's the other new albums coming out? I don't know. Olivia Rodrigo or Bust. Oh, my gosh. So uh, what songs are you? What, what even releases before 1971 that you know? That's legitimately like all the music that I listened to with my parents growing up. It's like 60s music. Okay, but did you enjoy that music or were you forced to because you were in the backseat and your parents had control of the radio? Probably a little bit of both. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess we can both wear headphones on the way there <laughs> if we need to. All right. Coffee. And then also answer the question, are we taking the ferry boat or the monorail? Or they will be running buses. You know they will be because it's a big crowd day. Will you take a bus from the TTC? Well, I'm very conflicted right now because I you're going to want to get there quickly. However, you mentioned coffee. I feel like that Joffrey's at the TTC is the most logical place to get coffee because knock on wood, there's never a long line. They're pretty efficient and you can get it and then go and basically be ready for everything that is ahead of you as far as festivities. I think I'm going to stop you right there because I think we're already falling into the trap of a go, go, go mindset. And I, I don't think that's what we need to go into it with. That's my mindset. <laughs> I'm, <not>. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking off the day of school. This is a big event. I am slow and steady. Like I'm find a bench in the shade and sit there for hours if we need to just to soak it in. Not you. Can we at least get like a 
fun popcorn bucket? Yes, we'll get a popcorn bucket. <laughs> okay. So I guess then you're going to pick the fairy. Correct. You always pick the fairy. I love the fairy. I can support the fairy. I do think. Preferably the Admiral Joe Fowler. Just if we're throwing it out there. Because if you want, if I'm you not want your pick of the litter. It. I'm not going to deny it if it's the Joe Potter, but just so we're all aware. That we all have favorites. Yeah. I can support the fairy. Do I still get my coffee from Joffrey's? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted to, since you're just relaxing all day, if you felt inclined to stand in the Starbucks line or something. No, I think what I mean is I'm relaxing and soaking in the ambiance. I don't want to stand in any long lines at all the full day. So you don't want to do any rides? Nope. Never said that. Just don't want to stand in long lines. I support that. I think when we get to the portion of attractions, you will see that I don't want to stand in long lines. <laughs> we, this is um, this is becoming very much so like a push and pull situation between the two of us, I think. Um, I like to call that compromise. I think we. it's good that we're getting this out about two weeks in advance because it might take us two weeks to fully agree on how we're approaching this day. I guess maybe we need to backtrack this. Are we experiencing this, experiencing this day together? Or are we splitting our ways once we get to Magic Kingdom? I mean, I, I would like to be with you. I'm not really much of like a flying solo kind of person, but I guess if push comes to shove, <laughs> I'm not going to drag you off of your park bench. There's a special appearance by Louie, our <laughs> wonderful, charming dog. He's just excited to be here. He wants to be heard. But He's I- very excited right now, which, by the way, I have to say, if you're a Seahawks fan... Tighten up. And he got very, very excited when I was watching the end of that Titans game today. Well, I wonder why he was excited. Someone else in this family was very excited. But I digress. I think the reason why right now I'm looking at this day and I'm thinking, go, 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 is because we are hoping that they play the Roy speech or that they do some sort of opening you know, maybe the characters are on the train station. Maybe there's like a little something for like the beginning of the day. And I feel like my busybodyness right now is coming from the fact that I don't want to miss that, especially from like oversleeping or waiting on coffee or I don't know. Like there's so many things that I don't want to look back on this day. And be like, man, if I could have only gotten, you know, Five minutes earlier. And I know that's a terrible mindset to go into, but like I am just so excited that I don't want to miss anything. And I don't even know what there is to miss. Well, we had talked about in the past that we're just going to get there, park our car. It doesn't necessarily mean that we have to stay in Magic Kingdom the all, all day, but hopefully we get a decent parking spot in the TTC and then we just leave it for the rest of the day so that when we're dragging our lifeless bodies at the end of the day... <laughs> We won't have too long of a walk. Now, this is just a quick aside. I don't know how true this is, but the rumors out there that they are super, super cracking down on people parking at the monorail resorts recently. And if there's a day to not test them, I think it's probably this day. Now, oh, the, I would not. No, I would not. The the what I've heard again. This is just rumor. I've I haven't seen this for a fact. 
is that it's always been that whenever you have a dining reservation at a resort, you do get to park there. You have a three hour window to do it, to eat, shop, enjoy it, grab a drink, whatever it might be. And then you have to move your car. Now, supposedly they've been scanning license plates or writing down license plate numbers, whatever. And if you surpass that three hours, they're actually towing people now. So I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. I, we have done that before. We have parked at the Contemporary with a dining reservation or parked at the Grand Floridian after eating at Grand Floridian Cafe and left the car there and went to Magic Kingdom. But I think maybe some people will try to do it on this day, but I'm not going to. Yeah, what an end to your day if you showed back up in the parking lot and your car is gone. I mean, wow. The other part of that would say maybe they'll be so overwhelmed that they won't even like think about it. But I don't know. I'm just not going to try it personally. So basically, all we know so far is we're parking at the TTC and taking the ferry boat with our Joffreys in hand. At what time do you think people will start lining up at the TTC? As what do you mean by lining up to park their car? To- yeah, to park their car. Oof. Because they don't open the gates typically until an hour or 50 minutes until the park opens. Now they might bump that up on this day. I bet there will be people out there circling at like six or six thirty. Do you think they'll, do you think the security will let them start lining up or you think they're going to make them loop around? Cause they used to do that at Hollywood studios where they would have people loop and circle like vultures, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so people just would start pulling over on the side of the road. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough call, but I, I mean, I would want to be there like right at seven. I think that would be my goal. Yeah. Okay. So we got in, we got our coffee. We rode the ferry boat in. Now here's what I want to do. Let's put a number on it. Let's say three. What are three things or attractions that you have to do on this day? And let's choose different things. Okay. And then I think if we have a list of six things that we're both super interested in, I, I, I'm hoping that's something that we can accomplish on this day. All right. I do want to have realistic expectations. So I want to make sure we're on the same page as far as what this falls into. So like characters, food, attractions, all of that falls into our picks. I would say let's stick with like attractions and experiences right now. And then we can talk about in an ideal world, what we will eat on that day. Okay. Yes. You go first. I feel like you already have a list or just give me one of yours. The number one thing that I feel like I have to do on this day is ride the Haunted Mansion. Oh, and why is that? It's an opening day attraction. It is Mark Davis, we're num- his number one fans, his best work. And I just think it's it's a classic and something you've got to do. It also fits the October theme of this. And so I really, really want to ride Haunted Mansion on the first. Okay, that was a good first draft pick. Um, my thing that I really, really want to do is I want to see 
all of the characters in their new outfits. I don't know if that means it's going to be like a group situation or maybe even like a fun cavalcade. If they're going to put them in different areas of the park, maybe to spread the love. But I really want to see them. So where do you think is the premier spot to see more characters? Is it the hub or is it at the flagpole to get the train station as well? Yeah, that was kind of what I was initially thinking is just if we go based off of kind of how they've run things recently, they typically will parade the characters up on the train station, which would make me think the flagpole. Now, if they did any sort of fun cavalcade or if they're just going to put them on the cavalcade floats and maybe parade them around that way, I would definitely vote for the hub just because I think that would be a better viewing experience like that's where you can put me on a bench with some popcorn and I'll be happy a fun popcorn and we're still curious about what that stage is doing there is it still there yeah was it there the other day when we were there the stage has been there for months what are you talking about oh I thought you meant the one around the partner statue no yeah that one's gone correct okay you're just talking about like the stage the castle stage. The stage at the castle, yeah. Maybe they'll put the characters there. One thing I think that could be... Now, I don't know how Good Morning America is doing their stuff, if they're actually going to be live on the 1st. I know they are broadcasting from there, but is it something where they're filming you know, beforehand? Or is that maybe where they're going to put Michael Strahan and the gang? I feel like they usually do it In real time. That's kind of concerning. I mean, don't they? I don't know. I've never. I feel like they have to. That would be such a phony if they did it like beforehand. I know they filmed quite a bit of they. Well, I know they filmed all of the ABC special before. Well, but they always do that. Like even for the Christmas special, they do that. But this is Good Morning America. I guess, do we know for sure are they going to be there? I'm just assuming they're going to be there, but I think they will be. Oh, I don't know. You're my source of information. I'm sure they will be. Or they'll at least have somebody there. Ooh, then I want to see them. How cool is that? Yeah. Okay. So yours was characters. Yes. My number two pick of something that I have to experience on this day for October 1st is the Dapper Dance. Hmm. Another good opening day attraction or entertainment, I should say. (laughs) I want to hear them sing on the trolley car. I want to hear them sing at the train station. If they go back to Frontierland, I want to hear them sing there. I want to see the Dapper Dans at every possible location they could be in. Do you think they're going to have fun outfits? I want them to be in their classic outfits. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you would. I want them to have fun outfits. An I want ir- everyone to have fun outfits. An iridescent Dapper Dan? Absolutely. No, no. Need the standard colors, standard wear. They can wear their fall outfits. I think that, that makes sense. That would make sense. You're number two? I'm going to go for kind of a wild card here. I want to ride the carousel. I figured this would come up for you. Why do you say that? You love the carousel. 
it has like a soft spot for me. I don't know. I mean, I think it's partially the location. I think if we are going for a more easygoing, relaxing day, I think this ride would be perfect. Um, I mean, it's just, it's fantasy land. It screams original Disney. I think it's perfect. Can we push this to four? Because now I'm really torn on between my last two. Sure. <laughs> we can, can we do whatever we want, I guess. Can we accomplish eight things on this day? Ooh. Is the question. Oh, man. I actually have three things left that I want to do. Brendan, what the heckin'? I'm hoping that you pick one of these. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. This is a new thing to us as far as really loving this. I really want to do Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, okay. I'm feeling good about this list. We can accomplish this. Exactly. I'm not trying to do Seven Dwarves Mine Train. And I'm not trying to do Big Thunder Mountain on this day. Like Those can wait for a normal park day. Like I said, I am trying to experience what people would have experienced in 1971. No, and I, I like all your picks so far. I'm just saying I'm starting to feel more confident. Like as you started piling on more things, I started to feel a little... A little uh, nervousness kick in. I'm I'm just letting you know that I feel good about your picks. So I think Country Bear Jamboree is very important because one of the only things that's original to Magic Kingdom, you know, it started there, first place it opened. And it was there on opening day. And I, I don't think it gets any better than that. So I, I think that one's really important to me. So that's three. I might push this to five if you don't. Maybe these are just rankings and we'll see what we can get through. Okay. We'll report back on things that were important to us and how many of them, how many of them that we were able to do. All right. My next thing that I feel like I, I would hope it's on your list too would be Enchanted. Now, the way that we experience this, I'm very flexible because I don't want to just like spend my day waiting in the hub or sitting around in the perfect spot. I am not worried about like filming the whole thing or getting video. I think we both, we're both kind of going into this as like, this is a core memory day. This is a day for us. It really is a day for us to celebrate. Just like, this is why we moved here you know, I'm taking off the day of school. I already put in my personal day. I have a sub. Like, it's not a secret that we're doing this because it means a lot to us. Like, we're just really excited for it. And I feel like I just want to hear the music more than anything because I feel like the soundtrack makes the show. And I want to see these fireworks that we keep hearing at night when they test them. We're pretty sure we heard them last night. It was something loud last night. They were night. quite loud, and there was a lot of them. But I don't necessarily care if we are front and center. So let me throw out some alternative locations and see how you feel. Would you watch them from the Tangled Bathrooms? I would. Would you watch them from Beast Castle? I think I'm going to say yes to just about everything. Okay. I mean, so but you so can keep I going. Much, I would feel much more comfortable watching them from somewhere like Beast Castle. Just because you think it's going to be empty back there? Well, no, nothing's <laughs> going to be empty, relatively. Yes. Compared to the hub, yes. I have almost zero interest in watching it from the hub 
or front main street because to me you know this gets into maybe more personal decisions and things that you're comfortable with i i wouldn't feel comfortable in that scenario right now i think a big theme for me throughout this is that i'm willing to wait i'm willing to just sit around i'm willing to just soak it all in but i'm not I don't want to put ourselves into situations where we don't feel safe. And to me, that's just one of those areas you never know who you're going to be sitting right next to. And at least if we're somewhere else in the park with a little bit of room, maybe we can get the three feet of space, you know, just something. Does it really make a big difference? I don't know, but I would just feel better because let's be honest, we're going to over the next 18 months that Enchanted's playing, we're probably going to see it. Who who knows how many times? 50 times? Hopefully a lot, especially if it's good. And there will be days where we can watch it from smack dab center, best seats in the house. I don't have to be first to see it that way. And I agree. I want to witness it. I want to hear the music. I want to be in the moment. But we're not going you know, to... I don't to be front and center, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We're not going to stream it. We're not going to do anything like that. We just want to be there. And th- and that's my realistic goal that I'm setting is I just want to witness it. I would agree with that. Number four, I guess, <laughs> on my list is this is somewhat embarrassing. This is an attraction I've never done before. To my memory, I've never done it. Maybe I did it as a kid, but I don't remember it. The Hall of Presidents. This is making your list? Yes. It was an e-ticket attraction when the park opened. That's the reason why it makes my list. Because wow. Brendan, tell pe- our listeners why you never did this as a kid. I don't know. It seemed boring. It was like your family's punishment. You know how parents will say, like, oh, if yeah. you don't knock it off, we're leaving. Your parents instead would say, if you don't knock it off, we're going to go sit in the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ingrained. That's not- <laughs> that this is a bad place. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen the light now, and I want to see it. For now, the first time on. Well, so that's the discussion. That's what I've been grappling with is that do we go over the next week and a half so that I can see it before the 50th or do I make my very first time seeing it to my memory? I I really don't think I've been in there, but do I make the first time I see it on the 50th? I'm, I'm almost leaning that way. I know that kind of sounds more fun, honestly. Yeah. I have been there. My grandma, my Nana likes it. It was just one of like her Nana things. I guess everyone got to pick what they wanted to do. And that was always her choice. I just think it'd be cool. Do you have anything else on your list that you want to add? No, I'm interested in this fifth one. So maybe I'm just, I'm going to give it to you as a courtesy pick. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So kind of you. Well, I definitely was not going to pick Hall of Presidents. So clearly you need the extra pick. Next one on my list is an attraction and a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. I think maybe you think I'm going in a different direction than I am. Oh. Mad Tea Party. 
Yeah, you went a different direction. You thought I was going to say Peter Pan? Absolutely. You know, I thought about it, and I've I've been grappling with this of, do I really want to ride Peter Pan? Is it worth the wait? And, of course, sure, if it's not a long wait, then I will do it on that day, but I feel like the chances of that are next to zero. Mad Tea Party, though, opening day attraction... I love that area. I love that attraction. And so that's why I think it would be really special to do on the 5th. And 50th. Oh, that's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I feel like it it will have a weight, but it may not be crazy. Like, surely not more than 30 or 40 minutes. Okay. I I can support this choice. It's just it just wasn't what I expected. Now, if we see some of these gold plated attractions, that's not going to happen. Listen, a girl can dream, Brendan. It's not over until Mickey Mouse is in his iridescent suit, so it's still possible. Then it'll be game on. So, do you want me to tell you which opening day attractions we are potentially missing if we go with this list? Um, yeah, so I can already think of a few. I mean, Small World, Peter Pan's Flight. Dumbo. Dump- oh, Dumbo would be cute. Although, I guess I do agree, Mad Tea Party might be the better option. Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah, that one would be long. Tiki Room? Tiki Room, Swiss Family Treehouse. Tomorrowland Speedway wasn't called that on opening day, but same concept. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty much it. Yeah, it's a Snow White Scary Adventures. That If that was still there, that would be my number one choice. Oh, absolutely. Maybe, although it's a replica, so I don't know. I would see, still do it. See, I think that's why Peter Pan's Flight. But what I about under- Tea Party? Well, I know. As soon as I was saying that, I understood that my logic was flawed. They're both <laughs> replicas. But that's also my reasoning for It's a Small World. It's nice... That it's not the small world. Correct. Now, if by chance the Frontierland Shootin' Arcade opens, we're also doing that. Ooh, that's like a game, right? You win prizes? I think so. Or do you just play for fun? Surely there's a prize involved. A pat on the back. Like a little, like what about like a raccoon hat? Would you wear a raccoon hat <laughs> like if you want it? Like a Davy Crockett hat? Yeah. No, I would not. Ah, oh, party pooper. What if it's an iridescent raccoon hat? Oh, then we're deaf. Then we have to win two. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What souvenirs do you want to walk away with on this day? So the only thing that make, I don't know, that doesn't thrill me about this is I feel like all of the merch is already out. Do you think they're going to have specific merch for that day? I believe there were certain collections that don't start until the first. There were like different collections of the 50th merchandise. And I think at least one of those collections doesn't start until the first, but I could be wrong about that. We're not, we don't keep up with merch too closely. No, we really don't. So I, that one's a little hard for me to say, mostly because like we have five pins now. God help us if you tell me that you want another pin. I do want another pin. I don't know. They haven't announced, I don't think, if there's going to be like a special 
day of pin, but if there is, we got to get it. We have five. Correct. <laughs> and they're all awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so merch doesn't thrill me. I feel like it has to be special for me to say I have to have it. Okay, now let's backtrack. I didn't just say specifically merch. I said souvenirs. So what Super, souvenir? What other souvenirs? Okay, Popcorn buckets? I was gonna, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like that falls into the food category. <laughs> I want, if they have a cool popcorn bucket, I would like the popcorn bucket. Okay. What about if they have a sipper? You know, they love a good sipper. Oh, I love a good sipper. I could take it to school unless it leaks all over the place. <laughs> Potentially a sipper. Okay. And for the 45th anniversary, whenever you scanned into the park, they were handing out special buttons for that day. Free buttons. So that would be cool to get, I think. free. Anything yeah. else? I feel like that's it. I would really love it if they had a special park map that started that day. That would be another free souvenir. And then, I don't know. I I don't, I don't necessarily want to ride Space Ranger Spin, but if we did, and I happened to get Galactic Hero that day, that would be fun, and we could like write the date on it. Mm-hmm. Although that's that's kind of iffy, because we've only gotten Galactic Hero, what, once? I've gotten it twice. You've gotten it once. Not that I'm keeping count. Not that, yeah, not that there's a score involved here or anything. Okay. Yeah, I guess souvenirs. I don't know. Pictures, maybe. We'll still have our memory maker for our annual pass. So if there's any cool pictures, I would be interested in that. Or like with the statues, that could be fun. Like a good way to pass our time. Because like you said, we are going and we are staying all day. I mean, this is going to be a pretty rough day for us. As we learned going to Disneyland is like open to close. You might have to take the cooler backpack. Yeah, we might have to. And it might be like a multi-coffee kind of day. We might be hitting up all the Joffreys. Do we there's, have well, a cooler backpack? Your sister does. We can borrow it. <laughs> you have to go steal her cooler backpack. Um, so, yeah. If not, you, I can bring like a Yeti cooler if you want. Oh, gosh. No, that sounds like a lot. Well, let's, let's rent a stroller and just put a cooler in it. Now we're talking. Don't tempt me with a good time. We could probably find some people to split it with us. Probably so. Okay. It's decided. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about. What food do you envision you're going to want to eat that day? I am going to want popcorn. I feel like I've said popcorn 12 times. That was predictable. I'm going to want a Mickey bar. You have to go for a classic Mickey bar. And I'm going to want... Basically anything iridescent. I already know they're going to probably have some cute little cupcake. And I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I don't know what flavor it's going to be, but it's going to have some cool icing. And I could see them putting like a little 50 medallion on it and sign me up to wait in that line. I'm going to want that. Okay. Other than, ooh, or what if they do like a cool Dole Whip? They love to do things like that, like a, I don't know. Specialty Dole Whip. That would be cool. Yeah. Is it concerning, though, that they haven't really announced too much? Maybe it's all about the element of surprise. Maybe. Because we know so much already is what I feel like. They have to keep some things back. Don't you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I think just what is curious is that they've kind of made it a point to say that no one day of this 18-month celebration is more special than another, that the offerings are the same every day. However, I don't, I guess we're both under the assumption that we don't really take them at their word for that. There has to be some, at least, you know, the first will be day one of things that will be offered exactly. for the full 18 months. Yeah. So I, yeah, uh, I really want a Cheshire cat tail is what I have to eat. Probably could have predicted that. I wouldn't mind like a corn dog from Sleepy Hollow or something. Or Casey's. Casey's wouldn't be bad. What were some of the original Pecos restaurants? Oh, mm, we kind of had like an iffy experience there last time. Did Pecos Bill anything else? Harbor House. Oh, I could you I could support Harbor House as sit, a sit upstairs. You might we might sit there for a couple hours if we get up there in the AC. Oh, for sure. Especially if we get a window seat. <laughs> that is prime time. If only that was part of the cavalcade route. That would be Oh, that would seating. be amazing. You know what I really might like to do on this day? Ride the Liberty Bell. Ride the Liberty Bell. It's almost like you can read my mind. I was thinking it earlier. That would be fun. I like I've never Liberty done Bell. it. And I To my like, knowledge. I would like to go to Tom Sawyer's Island. We haven't done that in a long time. I've never been on Tom Sawyer's Island. No way. I've never. No, never. You think my family... Spend our time doing that? No. What if they open up that restaurant that's over there that's almost never open? That would be cool. They have like frozen sweet tea there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's rocking chairs on Tom Sawyer's Island that look onto Big Thunder Mountain. If those are open, that would be a good sitting spot for a while. Yeah, a good napping spot. We're going to have to like take shifts. (laughs) We're not napping. We might need to. Um, the only other thing that I feel like we haven't mentioned is at night. We did talk about fireworks, but we do also have a dining reservation with our friends at California Grill. So that's why we did mention we do know that we'll be leaving the park just briefly. We're not going to remove ourselves from like the area, <laughs> but we do know we will be leaving and coming back at some point in time. Yep. And I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Are we missing anything? Afterwards, I'd really, you know, if we have any energy at all left, I'd love to go to Trader Sam's, but it will be off the chain. Oh, you know what I was going to say? I would want what a Happy Meal. <laughs> I want the toys. Oh, my gosh. Seems like a good nightcap. Getting some Mickey D's on the way home. I saw many in our area already sold out of them. They got to wait for another shipment to come in. Central Florida, get your stuff together. Should have expected that. So any other things that you feel like you need to do on this day? I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Here, ready or not. Here we come. Here we come. I'm trying to go in with not too high of expectations. Just, just to be there. Just to soak it in, I think from a content standpoint, we're going to try to document it, looking through it of the lens of just trying to document it for things for us, of things that we want to remember and look back on. And if it is stuff that we end up being able to share on social media, 
then we can do that. But I don't think you'll see us. We'll probably make a YouTube video that day, but we're not going to be like maybe as hardcore as some other content creators, I don't think. No, because I do think on a day like this, it is important to be able to take it in for yourself. I mean, we already talked about this. It's an important day for us just because this is why we, you know, put everything into place to live in Central Florida. Um, So there will probably be things that we share on social media, but stories, I have a love-hate relationship with stories and sharing everything And just with it being a long day, I could foresee us starting to trail away. So I'm sure we'll share some of the highlights, but maybe not every minute detail. Yeah. So we thank you guys so much for listening. We really had fun, I guess. We (laughs) we got, I think we still have some tasks ahead of us to make sure that we're on the same page for how to approach this day. But I think we got the ball rolling So we thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any suggestions for how you think we should experience the 50th anniversary, let us know. We're always open to that. We will be back on Thursday with a storytelling episode. We have a couple more storytelling things that we want to knock off before the 50th in order to do that. And then we're also going to Boo Bash later this week. So expect a review on that soon. A review and a photo dump. A photo dump. Because... Are you willing to share what your costume is? Uh, I don't know. Should we? Or should we make it a surprise? I guess you can make it a surprise. Okay. Tune in, but it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so we thank you guys for listening. We will be back on Thursday and hope you will join us then. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.